Well, Dax, I had a horrifying reckoning. Oh yeah. Um, a couple weekends ago, mm-hmm. it was. I think all of the movies that we've trashed on were able to take a horrible revenge against me in one night of absolute terror. They hurt. Because <laughs> I was fortunate enough to go to Halloween Horror Nights in Universal mm-hmm. Studios Hollywood. That's cool. Yeah, it was actually pretty sweet. I don't know if uh, you know what it is, but like no, it's like... No, I mean, I assume it's similar to uh, like the Fright Nights at Six Flags, but more licensed. It's it, In my opinion, it was like way cooler than that, though, because... Like, they would, like, it's not like, like, Fright Fest at Six Flags, right? You go in there, and they just, like, dress it up spooky, and then they yeah. call it a day, and you just go right. on the rides. Mm-hmm. But, like, this, they will actually shut down a lot of the rides in the park, and then they'll reformat the park to accommodate for, like, these giant, like, haunted houses. Oh, yeah, that's cool. Um, yeah, which end up being licensed properties because they're universal so they own a crap load of of right. movies they own blumhouse the production studio so they're able to pull from that and that's where michael myers and huh. the guy from the black phone they huh. took their vengeance on me for saying bad things about their movies omg michael's yeah. mad yeah, he was really angry with me he's like what the <laughs> fuck you don't like that i i'm cursed by a thorn <laughs> Yeah. What the hell, dude? (laughs) No, but it was like unironically um, really cool. And like one of it was the best haunted house experience I've ever had. That's like 100%. Like if anybody gets to go, like I would highly recommend it. Obviously, they're doing it all the way through October, I think in Florida and Hollywood. So I just want to talk about the Halloween house specifically because we're in the midst of the Halloween marathon. Yeah. But it's like it's the format of them is like so cool because it's just like a giant like tent. It's probably like 200 feet goes to like 200 feet back and it's like 50 feet wide, something like that. Right. So you go in line and you walk up to it and the front of the tent is like a facade that they make that looks like the Myers house. Gotcha. So like the front is kind of like a set and then when you go in and it's like, mm-hmm. okay. Yeah, exactly. And like it's, it was like just so cool and so well made. They must have pumped a lot of money into it because like just the facade, like they had like the window would light up and you get to see Judith Myers up in the window. Okay. That's cool. And then they would, and you could see her like brushing her hair like she does right before she gets killed. Mm-hmm. And then if you're waiting there long enough, you'll eventually see Michael, kid Michael, come and stab her. Um, That's pretty awesome. Yes, and then when the experience continues from there, because you're just like literally just living through the first movie, the 1978 one. Mm-hmm. Like you walk in and you're in like the that opening area of the Myers house, and then kid Michael's like standing at the top of the stairs, like looking down at you. Yeah. And you go to your left, and there's like a whole hallway of just doors. That are all closed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm sure you can see where this is going. Yeah. But the <laughs> then it's just it's like lots of hallways and then scenes that are recreated where people pop out and like 
they'll like play like that sound that plays in 1978 one whenever you see Michael. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there'd be like flashing strobe lights. And like it was just so actually scary. And like my fight or flight response kicked in like a hundred times that night. Just going through that one. <laughs> You've probably seen so many Halloween movies. You just assume Michael is a real person. Uh, yeah, honestly. Was there um <laughs> was there Loomis at all? Oh yeah, no. I when when I was in line, I was with the friend of the podcast, Garrett. Uh, yes. Um because I was visiting him and we were saying we want that's the one thing I wanted to see was Loomis somehow. Loomis in jump there. scares you? He just <laughs> yeah. waved his I gun wish at your he head. Jump scared you. It would have been hilarious if some guy just came out of the door and is like, Where is he? Where's Where is evil? Have you seen He's him? not a man? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but no, it was cool. It was like because the end of it, you're like at the end of the movie. So you see him like pop out of the doorway and he shoots Michael and Michael falls over the oh, okay. Uh, railing onto the yard out back. Did they have the iconic uh, grass stain? I wish. No, you didn't even get to see him when he when he fell. But uh, yeah, no, it was it was honestly like really really cool, and I would highly recommend it. And it's like it wasn't just the Halloween one because you got there's like ten different haunted houses all around the park. Um, and like you get like so much bang for your buck. I think it's like fifty sixty dollars something like that. If you buy it online for a discount, um, mm-hmm. and you just get to go to all these like really high quality like haunted houses that are based off movies, like there was a Killer Clowns one, and then that one seems like it'd be really fun. Oh yeah, that one like the front facade, they had a whole like guy that would come out and perform all night. Like it was That's cool. It was the um, the farmer from that movie. Like he comes right. out looking for his dog. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he sees the circus tent that's like landed in his crops and he's like what the hell I'm gonna get you guys out of here and then he grabs it and he gets electrocuted like he literally reenacted that entire scene over oh, and over awesome. again <laughs> that's gonna be a tiring job though oh yeah the, well the thing that was cool about it too was like they designed it so that it was like a just a voice track that would play over the speakers oh gotcha so at least he didn't have to like continually Talk. like say the dialogue yeah imagine that man goes home and he's like so paranoid that what if the killer clones are real <laughs> yeah it's just so like ingrained in his head yeah he just he's not even like part of the performance he's just some homeless guy that <laughs> i've seen their cotton candy cocoons i tell you <laughs> But yeah, it was just like really cool, and the black phone one was cool. It was like literally like yeah. I'm curious what that one is. It w- it was the same thing, same idea as um just like in the basement. Yeah, like you you walk through like scenes from the movie basically, so like they're like exact recreations of like the rooms. So like mm-hmm. you'll walk in and you'll be in that front room in the black phone that like his brother is like sitting down doing his conspiracy yeah. theories. Like they the had that whole yeah. And like you walk down into the basement, and it was just like it was like crazy how much effort they put into it. And then they made one for Freaky too, which is like not even That's that popular strange. movie. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hey, if you got the rights, I know. Yeah. And that one was cool too because they had one. There's like a really cool saw kill in that movie where oh, the oh yeah where the girl where the like kills teacher. that woodshop. Yeah. And they reenacted that with like a like a really like realistic like Hollywood level makeup looking dummy. 
<laughs> oh, that's awesome. <laughs> and the lady would like push him through every time someone came in that room. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was that just reminds like, me awesome. of um, when I went to see the Evil Dead musical. Um, they did the part where you know he puts uh the head of the demon in the uh, what's that called where it like holds the stuff in place. You know what oh, I'm talking the, about the, um, like the workshop tables. Oh damn it! I know what it's called, but I it's on the tip but of my tongue. They basically had that like in a cart, and they clearly just had the person's head. Um, like they were sitting in the table all through, and a then hole. their head was coming out. Yeah, yeah. And then they Ash like took the chainsaw and like went into their head, and they had like jets coming from the table, <laughs> spraying blood everywhere. That's awesome. It was pretty cool. <laughs> I've always wanted to see Evil Dead the musical. It looks like so much fun. It's a lot of fun. It's really awesome, and you gotta you gotta get in the splash zone. <laughs> And they, they even sell like uh like uh like tarps and stuff. Oh, okay. For you. Because yeah. you get that much on you, that's crazy. Oh yeah. They <laughs> they had they had just had extra blood and they just dumped an entire bucket on some kid. Oh my god, that's hilarious. That was in the front row. Like Ash just came out and <laughs> just dumped awesome. it on him. Yeah, I've heard of people who go there with like their white red wedding dresses. Yeah. And they just want to get it just soaked in blood. I'm like, oh, yeah, okay. they actually they would sell like uh, like white T-shirts. Oh, really? Too. Oh, yeah, that's and it awesome. says like like the Evil Dead musical logo on it. Yeah, it's pretty cool. <laughs> oh, I want to go again. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, that's that's really sweet. Well, you know what else is a fun time? <laughs> Porn. <laughs> Porn. Porn. Because that's the subject of uh, this episode with. Uh, Pearl, the oh, yeah. sequel to X, mm-hmm. or prequel, sorry. Prequel. Prequel to X. Um, <laughs> and I think uh, Pearl is about, if you don't get porn, what will happen? It's very true. You need to get your rocks <laughs> off, or else you're going to get go mentally ill, apparently. <laughs> or else you're going to fuck a scarecrow. Yeah. <laughs> do you, know, uh, you want to know another saga in my dad watching movies? Oh no, yeah. Somehow my dad saw this this movie the same day that we saw it. Oh, wow. Wait, had, had he seen X? That that's what I, I he didn't even know that it was a prequel to oh, X. Oh, okay. So he just saw like the poster for Pearl and he's like, "I'll see that." <laughs> so we just Ooh. went and saw that and then that next day when I woke up, uh he was he was down in the kitchen and he wanted to talk to me about some, some movie he saw. And he was yeah. like, "Yeah, I saw some movie yesterday. It was uh, it was called by some girl's name." And I was like, "Uh, Pearl." And he's like, "Yeah, that's it." Oh, and I was yeah. like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> Did he like it? He thought it was weird. He okay. specifically mentioned the scarecrow scene because, like, yeah. he was like, "What was the point of that? That didn't add anything to the story." Oh my god! <laughs> and I was like, "Well, did you do you know that it's a prequel to a different movie?" And he's like, uh, no, what movie? And I was like, X. And he's like, I don't think I've seen that. And then I, and once I described more of the movie, then he's like, oh, yeah, I did see that. Oh, my God. Classic dad move. Yeah. I've never seen it. Once he puts it on, he's like, oh, wait, I have seen this movie. Yeah. And then just watches the whole thing again. Yeah. Yeah, because he was saying, like, he was, he's like, oh, man, it would have been really interesting to see what is what her husband's reaction was at the end of the movie like if he mm-hmm. left her or anything and i was like well have you seen the movie x because you find out you, you know what happens <laughs> yeah 
yeah. uh, just funny. It, it, I did really like this movie, though. I thought it was awesome. No, yeah, Pearl is awesome. I like it just as much as X, I think. Mm-hmm. I, I like X a little bit more, um, simply because it's kind of like one of my favorite movies, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. It's kind of like an ode to that. Mm-hmm. And it's, uh, I feel like so many horror movies, uh, try to be Texas Chainsaw Massacre, but never get the feeling right. Yeah. And I think X comes closest to it. And like a lot of Texas Chainsaw movies can't even get the feeling right. <laughs> uh, yeah. I think only the original did. Yeah, literally. <laughs> that was it. But yeah, so uh, for those that don't know about A24's gamble uh, with the franchise that they're making, they're basically just said, we're going to make a franchise. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, and they filmed X and Pearl at the same time. And I, there's a reason why. It literally only cost like two or something million to make both of these movies. Mm-hmm. So I think that's why they're so willing to just say, sure, fuck it. Make, make two at once. I don't care. <laughs> Uh, but it just helped that X is so good. Oh yeah, and I'm sure that they they knew they were in good hands with Ty West writing oh, and yeah. directing both of these. Yeah, I mean, I I still think if you have a guy that likes horror, he will direct a good horror movie. Oh yeah, and it, yeah, it's like he's one of those. Ty West is one of those people who definitely understands the genre. Yes. It seems like just yes. from these two movies I've watched from him, like he mm-hmm. just has like such a a big love for it. Um, cause I don't think this, I can't think of another good slasher movie, even the past decade, like not, that does none really that are as good as X, like not even come close. Yeah. And especially that hold that like, um, emotional like resonance that X does. Mm-hmm. Cause I feel like so many movies fail to make you feel sympathy for the killer mm-hmm. because again, they're a serial killer, right? Right. I, I don't. I don't expect to go in a serial killer movie and be like, oh, I feel bad for them. I like them. You know? Yeah. yeah. I get like, oh, they have a tragic story and that's why they're killing. And Ty West like understands that. Mm-hmm. It's not, oh, we need to make our antagonist likable. <laughs> it should be like, let's uh, try to empathize with them a bit, but let's not undermine the fact that they're still terrible. Right. Yeah. And X has that perfect balance. Mm-hmm. And then I feel like this movie Pearl takes that idea and really yes. expands upon it because I like that's like the whole thesis statement of this movie basically is like how you can like still be kind of a good person but like your circumstances around you and maybe something right. that you can some things you can't even control that are within you like kind of change your life and make mm-hmm. you into a bad person. Yeah, it's kind of like like the nature versus nurture debate. Mhm. Oh um, yeah, and and in this case, it's kind of like both. Yeah, because because Pearl innately something is wrong. Like, yeah, she really <laughs> likes hurting things. Yeah, and we see that a lot in this one, and she even like says that too, where she's like, "I'm different." Mm-hmm. You know, I like I like when I hurt animals. I like when people are in pain. But yeah, so Pearl is this prequel to X. It follows uh, our killer from the first movie pearl and it's set uh it was like the like 1918 i think right yeah 1918 yeah and it's essentially uh her on the farm she wants to be a dancer her evil mother will not let her and it leads to a lot of death (laughs) (laughs) 
and <laughs> I think that's as much as you can kind of get into it without spoiling. Um, yeah. But it's it's so bizarre. Like, I don't know. It's just so weird. To, I've never seen, like, a, a turnaround this quick for another movie. Mm-hmm. And I will say, I was more excited for Pearl than I am for, like, any of, like, the horror movies coming out the end of this year. Yeah. Honestly. This was the one I was excited for the most. Mm-hmm. Because you know it's going to be good. Yeah. Like. Yeah, X was incredible. So I was like, if, especially they filmed it at the same time. Right. You know? Mm-hmm. It's like, if they were putting that much care into X, you definitely are going to see it with Pearl. Oh, yeah. And I was thinking about this, too, where it's like, you know, we, we've studied the Texas Chainsaw and Halloween yeah. franchises where it's like, none of those a lot of those movies they lose the understanding of the characters as the movies go on because right. it's been years since they whoever wrote them did originally so right. I, I just was thinking after watching this like how unique of a situation it was that they could write both of those scripts like in the same time frame so all those characters mm-hmm. they wrote originally are still really fresh in their mind so yeah, that understanding of them doesn't go away. And I think it's cool because like a lot of X is about um, Pearl seeing herself in Maxine mm. and the, getting a lot of those like feelings brought back up. And watching Pearl, you see a lot of Maxine's character. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, especially like Pearl even says like like she's special. <laughs> like she's like I'm not meant to be here. I'm meant to be a star, and that is exactly what. Maxine says an X. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much word for word. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it, and there's a lot of like little stuff um that Pearl sets up for X as well. Even just oh, like yeah. minor like throwaway stuff. Because like uh remember in X when the husband uh, brings her like the blonde and and Pearl oh. kills her and she's just like, "Oh, I you know I don't like blondes." Yeah, I didn't think about and, that. Yeah, and then in Pearl, like, she got turned down because they were looking for a blonde. Oh, okay. Gotcha. I did not think about that. That makes total sense, though, now that you bring it up. (laughs) Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Also, I just want to say, I know it's not going to happen, but but Mia Goth deserves an Oscar or something. Oh, my God, yeah. I know they don't give horror movies Oscars, but her, like, monologue was incredible. Yeah, and I, I think I, I remember reading afterwards that it's like nine minutes long or some shit like that. It felt long, too. <laughs> it like did. A, not, in a, not in a bad way. Oh, yeah. But you're just like, oh, my gosh, she's still going. Because <laughs> I think it's so emotion, emotionally affecting. Like, it yeah. just feels like it's, it's like so much. Oh, yeah, yeah, really uncomfortable. It, and then when you're watching, you're like, oh, my God, she's like confessing all of this to her, like, sister-in-law. <laughs> yeah and it's it's just like it's very similar to um it's like a more in-depth version of the uh the tony collette monologue in hereditary i was thinking the same thing yeah i was getting the same vibes but that one more that one like boils up and then pearls like starts at like a 10 and slowly goes down (laughs) but it's like it's like what she's saying is so like fucked up oh yeah yeah it's just so disturbing and like i like in that moment like i know like the sister-in-law was pretending to be howard yeah like it also yeah. just shows how crazy pearl is because like you could tell that she really thought that she was talking to howard like she can like right disassociate like that well like and mm-hmm. it like 
you could really tell that she truly meant all those things and that made her like seem so much more crazy <laughs> yeah she um she definitely has a lot of like safety nets in her mind mm. to make her life better than it is and you see that um well i guess i mean we should just say spoilers from here on out yeah fuck it's it. kind of hard it's kind of hard to talk about a character's origin story without like spoiling everything yeah <laughs> um <laughs> So spoilers from here on out, uh, when that guy, the projector, like starts getting weirded out once mm-hmm. he visits her home and she immediately like flips mm-hmm. where she realizes like, wait, he's not right. <laughs> and she sort of like flips on him. Be like, like, what's wrong? Mm-hmm. Like, it's like his fault. Yeah. That he's uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. In my opinion, that scene is oscar worthy like i know the nine the nine minute one is is pretty good and obviously that is like what most people are going to talk about but to me that scene where she turns on that guy is incredible because her personality snaps yeah and like in like a second i i was like so afraid of her in that moment Mm -hmm. like i totally bought it like she and it's like so desperate too oh yeah absolutely she's like what did i do (laughs) yeah and that's like all she's saying she's like what did i do wrong (laughs) <laughs> and i guess it was so disturbing to me because i've known people who are actually like that in real life yeah. like mm-hmm. or i've seen it or interacted with people like that and like uh it's scary <laughs> yeah pearl is just um socially awkward <laughs> that's putting it pretty mildly yeah. was, what, what what kind of illness do you think she has like mental illness i was trying to figure well, it out i well the story itself seems very similar to like ed gein Mm. with like the the overbearing mother on a farm oh sure story yeah um the only difference is like edgeen's mother was like smothering you know mm-hmm. where uh i feel like her mom's like the opposite like very cold mm-hmm. uh so i mean it's definitely some like disassociative thing because she she clearly does not want to live the life she's living yeah and it's safe to say that she we don't even know if she has what it takes to live the life she wants to live as a star. Right. Yeah. Cause even her dance didn't seem all that crazy. <laughs> no. <laughs> and, but, but in her head, she was incredible. Oh yeah. She, she, she thought that she was amazing up there. <laughs> yeah. And we see that. And then like it quickly, you know, turns on her. So, <laughs> and I mean, again, that's a very common thing with serial killers is like narcissism oh yeah and yeah you can tell she has like a complete lack of empathy Mm. because almost all of like her relationship decisions are much more like tactical oh yeah like what what can she get out of it rather than right how am i helping this person yeah yeah that makes sense and like and we see that snap immediately when that guy starts getting comfortable like i gotta go (laughs) and she's and she's like wait hang on i don't want this why right yeah and and she starts you know turning on him but again and it's a lot like with serial killers it's like impulse control Mm -hmm. and we see earlier she's like killing animals oh yeah like like right away she kills a goose yeah and that was just like a random event like that goose just walked in and she does it so like uh innocently like a kid playing oh yeah because she was like dancing she's like what are you doing here mr goose And she's like grabbing a pitchfork to kill it and feed it to her pet alligator Vito. Yeah. 
Yeah, that was awesome. I, I, I definitely, I agree with all that. She definitely has narcissistic traits and she's mm-hmm. like really good at dissociating. And I also, I got the impression that she was like on the spectrum. Oh yeah. Like honestly, like, um, specifically that line where she's turning on the projectionist after he starts backing off. And first she says yeah. like, I feel things really deeply, something like that. Yeah. And I just feel like that is like so, that just sounds to me like someone who has like autism or Asperger's. Like she doesn't know how to read someone. Right. Yeah. Or she like overreacts. Yeah. And mm. oh, she overreacts a lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, we see it, like, the most in her husband, because she keeps talking about, oh, how great her husband is, you know? Mm-hmm. But every time we see her, like, thinking about it, like, she's just more angry. Yeah. Than anything. Or she's just, just straight up imagining him dying. Yeah, yeah, like, there's even a part where he just blows up. Yeah. <laughs> I was uh, just trying to remember an ex. What... I know she said she was like a dancer, but was she actually? No, I think she said she wanted to be, but did not end up doing it. Yeah. Yeah, because she, I know she confessed in that monologue. She's like, I'll, you know, have a normal life. I'll give that all up. Mm-hmm. And it's safe to say that Howard, I mean, bless his heart. What a good guy <laughs> for staying with her. Oh, that he'd stand by her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and it's so, because an ex, they're very loving. Yeah. Like, they're very affectionate. Mm-hmm. And I, I love, like, that line that he said in X where he's like, you know, you're still the most beautiful woman I've ever seen. <laughs> uh, and it's, it's like, just like, man, that guy either got Stockholm Syndrome or, like, the pussy's really good. <laughs> the pussy you know? is probably really good. <laughs> Let's be honest. <laughs> Because he just walked in on her whole family murdered. Mm-hmm. I was wondering, like, did does he know in X that she killed his sis- sister? I, I don't know. Well, her car is in the pond. Oh, yeah, well, you're but, right. But remember, he didn't like his family. That's why he went with her. Oh. And I think that kind of plays into her resentment for him. Mm-hmm. Because he said, he's like, oh, I only moved out to like marry this poor farm girl because my p- family's rich and they want me to like be do all these things that I don't want to be. So I'm going to rebel. Mm-hmm. So Pearl could also be reading it as like, he doesn't actually love me. He just wants to get back at his parents. I see. That's a good interpretation. I like that. Because yeah, I was trying to like think of how Howard could have been okay with that. But I guess that's probably why I didn't pick up on that. Yeah, been the first well, I mean, again, it could have been at first like, okay, I have to stay with you because you will murder me. <laughs> yeah, and then maybe over time, he you know he learned to love. That could yeah, he might also be more just more okay with killing after being in the war. True, too. He might have learned that he liked it or something. That's that's a part of the movie though that I like is that it doesn't explain every single little right thing. Especially with the Howard stuff, like I really like that they like left that we open. We don't even see Howard, yeah, until like the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah, until the very end. And the whole movie, like building up to it, she constantly mentions him, or yeah. everyone's mentioning him. Yeah, it was overall like this might be controversial to say, but I really thought that this movie was um, 
what Joker was trying to be. Yeah. Um, in a way, like, it, like just an examination of mental illness. Right. Or, or like Joker is like it's very surface level. Every all the observations that it makes, and it, like everything is like really obvious. And I felt mm. like this was a lot more nuanced and interesting to watch. Like, yeah, it's subtle. Yeah, it was more subtle and like. It had just as good of a performance as Joaquin Phoenix in that movie, in my opinion, me goth. Right. And like, I felt like the writing was better, but I guarantee you it's not going to get nearly as recognized by the no. Academy as Joker was. Horror <laughs> movies never get recognized no. for anything. Once I, 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 I thought for sure after watching it that she would get some kind of nod, but then I was reading yeah. up online and that Tony Collette for Hereditary, nothing. And oh yeah, nothing. There Absolutely was something nothing. else. I think Midsummer, Florence Pugh, nothing. Yep. It's like, how do they just let these people that do so well just because it's a genre movie, they just don't even care. They don't recognize it. It's like, ugh, it's terrible. It's just all a joke. <laughs> it's all a Joker. Oh my god, yeah, that's my Joker moment. I would love to see Pearl as a Joker. Okay. The mo- mom comes in on her dancing. <laughs> I want to talk about that scarecrow because that scarecrow is like the scariest scarecrow I've ever seen in a movie. I know. I I thought it was going to open its eyes like any yeah. moment. It looks like a crash test dummy head. It does, yeah. but with eyes. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking, whatever farmer made that definitely wanted it to be creepy. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that farmer farmer is a tormented soul. <laughs> For him to make that, oh my god, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I feel like this scene is kind of going to be like the infamous scene, like when people talk about Pearl, they're going to be like, "Whoa, yeah, remember when she came on that scarecrow?" <laughs> but I mean, I think I mean that sh- scene is to show how I think repressed she is. Yeah, I mean that, that well, it's yeah. Where she has, like, all this energy. She wants to get out, but she can't. But it's to the point where uh, even a scarecrow can turn her on. <laughs> and and it goes from so simple to, like, dancing to then just full-on, like, riding him. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't his face turn into um, the projectionist or something at yeah, one point? Yeah, it does. Because that was on her way back from the projectionist. That's right, yeah. Who also, the projectionist is kind of a creep. Oh, God, yeah. I I, I really thought that he was going to do something to her in that scene in his booth. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, because he invites her over, and then he just starts, like, playing French porn. (laughs) (laughs) Which, I mean, to be fair, in the time, that is probably crazy. Oh, yeah. Because now we can get that anywhere. But to see that back then... Mm Mm-hmm. Is probably insane. This is probably just genuinely shocking. <laughs> yeah. And she seemed and it, pretty shocked by it. Yeah, and we don't really know what her deal is before, um, like, the movie starts. Like, her sexual history. Oh, yeah. But it's clear she wants to be very sexually active. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, and we see that in X a lot. Mm-hmm. Where she constantly wants poor Howie to bang her. But he can't because of his heart. And by golly, it ended up killing him. And that poor yeah, son of a gun. Did. Yeah, 
again, pussy's so good, it gives you cardiac arrest. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> but I wasn't sure where, like, the movie was going, because he's just like, you could be in one of these pictures. Oh, yeah. I was like, is she going to get start doing porn? Yeah. That would have, I wouldn't have liked that, honestly, if they went that route. I like the just little bit they had in there with it, where it's just like she gets shown it. I think, and I mean, again, that creates more, I think, resentment towards the characters in X. Because yeah. she definitely wasn't appalled by it. Mm-hmm. She was definitely intrigued, but then it's like, okay, well, this thing that was a taboo now is just like a multi-million dollar industry. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that I could have been in on. Yeah, on the ground floor, really. <laughs> yeah. I think it makes the kills so great. And this one is all the people don't necessarily deserve it. Mm, yeah. Like, they're mean. Or, like, I mean, you look at, like, the projectionist. He was definitely, like, using her. Mm-hmm. You know, he's clearly, like, the drifter type. Um, the, the sister-in-law was super, like, condescending. And just, uh, I don't know, very, like, snotty. Yeah. And, I mean, the mother, while the mother was mean, I never got that it was from, like, an ill intent. Oh, yeah. I felt like she was just genuinely, like, disappointed in Pearl. The mom is just like, you know, your your dad can't work. We got to keep food on the table. And, and, I mean, she even says that, too. Mm-hmm. She's just like you like basically we survive. We don't get to like enjoy things like other people. We have to survive. That's what I liked about all of these characters because it's like none of them are just straight up villains. Right. Like all of them have from their perspective, you can see what they're trying to say. Like in in a lesser movie, I definitely think the mom character would have been just been like, like abusive. An, oh yeah, she would have been like a huge bitch. But like in this she was a bench but you can see why and it made sense from her perspective because she's struggling her husband's an invalid like they they have to pay for stuff somehow and pearl is just doesn't seem to care she's just off in her own little world like buying things like candy yeah. she's special yeah exactly <laughs> and then apparently the mom knows that she's just killing things or being mean yeah. to animals at least yeah the mom knows she said she like found all like some of the carcasses and stuff right yeah yeah that's, i think that's, that's another cool. reason why the mom is so hard on her too because mm-hmm. she knows she doesn't want pearl to be a murderer yeah which yeah. you 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 could also argue if she wasn't so awful maybe pearl wouldn't have been a murderer mm-hmm uh, but these things, I guess you can't, you don't really know. No, you don't. That's that's what's cool about it. It's like that, because like you, I feel like the whole struggle of the movie is like, Pearl is like, you somewhat care for her. Because yeah. like at the beginning, you see her like interacting with her animals and she seems to like love them. And she mm-hmm. seems to like, now, uh, there's a lot of comparisons to Wizard of Oz. I think they make pretty purposefully. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Like, I felt like at the beginning of the movie, like, they're definitely trying to make her, like, Dorothy. Like, right. I, she was even wearing overalls and, like, a blue shirt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she's, like, she seems to, like, be just, like, where Dorothy was at the beginning of that, where she's just, like, I stuck on a farmhouse. She wants something bigger than this, but just can't figure out a way out of there. Yeah. And then, but this takes a super dark turn. You find out very quickly, because where Dorothy met a scarecrow and he was like a great friend 
Pearl meets a yeah. scarecrow and is a fuck toy, basically. <laughs> yeah. As the most terrifying thing ever. Yeah. But I like the aesthetic of this movie a lot. Yeah, it really went for like like the Wizard of Oz, like anywhere between like the 30s to 50s era movies. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Which, I mean, X was like the 70s. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited what um, Maxine's going to be about, which it looks yeah. like it's going to be 80s. I'm really curious what that is going to so, be like. Yeah, let's let's get into I think our predictions. Sure. About it. So it's going to follow Maxine, our our only real survivor from X. Mm-hmm. I don't think they're going to. They're definitely. I don't think they should go the route that she becomes like a serial killer. Yeah, I hope they don't do that. I think it's definitely going to be her like navigating the porn industry. Yeah. And maybe using that experience she had. Hmm. Uh, is gonna like provide like a lot of trauma i think yeah i hope that's where they go i definitely don't want her to become like killer like pearl because i feel like you you have to show some growth and i definitely think they cast mia goth as both the role of maxine and pearl on purpose because maybe they're showing like oh back then pearl mental health wasn't as big of a thing back then like right she couldn't get the help that she needed but maybe maxine mm-hmm. now could you can show that she can exist and thrive in modern society and like get the help that she needs um i don't know something like that because if they i feel like if they just went with her being a killer it would be like i don't know yeah what was the point yeah there's not there's not much arc that we haven't seen before i mean yeah and i mean you could also go down the route that maybe she's not uh like successful at all oh so it's yeah. kind of like i went through all that shit and i'm not even like getting rewarded for it <laughs> and then maybe her maybe show her just being fine with that unlike pearl where pearl was so yeah. resentful and hateful but maybe maxine can just move on to something else if she doesn't make it and just be fine just like keep thriving and surviving in life i don't know yeah i really don't know where they're gonna go <laughs> yeah you have no idea what they could do and it's kind of exciting because I, I was that way with x where right. literally i had not seen a trailer for the movie before i saw it like i had uh-huh. just seen the poster and i knew the title and i knew it was about porn <laughs> that was it that's all you need to know <laughs> yeah exactly so it, it's pretty cool we just have no idea what it'll be yeah i hope it's like uh like boogie nights meets like a slasher oh that'd be awesome because i think that's what it's probably most likely gonna be yeah because i definitely feel like each one of these movies has had a movie as inspiration right like um obviously x was texas chainsaw yeah and pearl definitely felt like the shining mm-hmm. it's the shining and wizard of oz for sure i'm excited for maxine i don't know when it'll happen but i hope you know now that they have enough time <laughs> yeah it'll be cool to see is weird having a new horror franchise that's good <laughs> especially a slasher one Those yeah. don't you don't ever see a good slasher anymore you never like, do no the only like slashers that are made now are like those weird blumhouse movies that are marketed towards teenagers oh god like they them yeah unfortunately <laughs> It's just like person in mask with knife. And that's it. <laughs> and they always have some convoluted ass backstory that you don't care about. <laughs> Maybe um, that's what Maxine's going to be about. Pearl actually comes back because the thorn brings her back to life. Oh, tied in with Halloween. Yeah. 
Whoa, that'd be yeah. awesome. <laughs> Don't lie to me. <laughs> yeah, can you imagine them just completely undermining all the characters in Maxine? And just making it tie into like Halloween? Yeah. <laughs> Not even the good Halloween, like the shitty yeah. like trilogy that no one likes. CG Loomis shows up. Oh, yeah. She's not human, that pearl. <laughs> You're Michael's cousin. Oh, my God. She shares the bloodline. Look at her <laughs> wrist. The mark of the thorn. There's rage inside of her. And then for no reason at all, that thorn symbol appears on her wrist. Yeah, even though we've never seen it. Yeah. <laughs> I just think CG Loomis would be so fucking funny. Just because it'd be uh, so tasteless. <laughs> come on, Halloween ads. Give me some tasteless yeah. CGI Loomis. I will say, though, I did really appreciate that they did not go the route for kills for his cameo in that. Yeah. I like that it was just some dude in makeup. And he looked really good. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And they kept it at like a distance too. Right, yeah. It wasn't like so distracting. I just remember when we were watching and we heard Loomis's voice and we both just like looked at each other. <laughs> like what? <laughs> He's here? Yeah. <laughs> it was awfully exciting, let me tell you. Yeah. Probably the most exciting part of the movie. <laughs> Honestly, unfortunately. All right. Well, we have to save this Halloween talk for our later episodes for Halloween. Yes. It's it seeps so much into our blood that we're even talking about it on different episodes. <laughs> we can't get away from Mikey. I know. The next next uh Halloween will be H20 and Resurrection, so that should be pretty fun, hopefully. Fun is a good word to put it. <laughs> No, H2O is fine. Resurrection. Yeah, H2O I'd... was not bad. Resurrection, I don't know about that. <laughs> well, we can safely recommend Pearl. Oh, yeah. Um, so yeah. I, I, I recommend see it uh, in the theater if you can. Mm-hmm. It's really good. It uh, It's just as good as X. If you liked X, then you have to see it. Yeah. Even I mean, you could definitely even watch this movie without needing to see X. Oh yeah, I just I think even if you didn't like X, you might like this one because it's so it's so different. Yeah, it's so drastically different in tone and storyline. Like, it's more of like a character study. Go to your local theater, see Pearl, buy it when it comes out. Uh, we like Pearl, and we'll definitely be watching Maxine whenever that happens. Hell yeah, brother! We're, we're big. We're big uh, Pearl heads here. Oh yeah, we'll be there opening night to see Maxine's butthole. I'll, Let me tell I'll, you. Oh, yeah just that's how it starts just like the <laughs> the most like the worst porn shot ever <laughs> just her like gaping asshole a hairy gaping asshole that's dirty too might Ugh. as well throw that in <laughs> yeah can we get more poop on her asshole <laughs> we need more poop. where's the poop applier we need her to <laughs> stat you get the poop bucket <laughs> oh no <laughs> What a great way to end this. All right. Go see Pearl. There's no there's no dirty buttholes. No, we promise. We promise. Uh, but there is scarecrows. There's some dirty, dirty scarecrows. Oh, yeah. Um, we recommend Pearl. Go see it. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time.